Hi guys, welcome back to Ask Nutrition is Deepa. I am uh, Deepa Deshmukh, registered dietitian, and uh, I'm glad you you joined today's episode. It's uh, it's going to be interesting because I will be talking about the nutritional treatment that exists for uh, for uh, treating viruses like coronavirus. Okay, so. I will be leading into the utilization of vitamin C for uh, for the treatment of coronavirus. Then I the the question of the day today that I'm going to answer is about keto paleo whole 30 diet. Is it, what's the good bad ugly about these diets? Okay, so let's get into it. Uh, I'm going to start with the uh, with the question from the patient about keto paleo whole 30. I saw two patients uh, this week, and uh, they all had uh, issues with these diets because they initially lost weight on this diet. So keto paleo whole 30 diets are very high in animal protein. They are high protein, high fat, very low carb diets. Okay, so that's the um, that's how, that's the composition of these diets. So these diets do lead to weight loss. They do bring your blood sugar levels down. People do feel better. In one of the cases, uh, the person had lost, I think, 40 to 50 pounds, and in another person's case, she did lose some some. She did have some weight loss, but both of them. Uh, verbalized that it was a difficult diet to be on in terms of sustainability. Uh, one patient said she felt extremely restricted on this diet uh, and almost frustrating and started having lethargy and more cravings and brain fog uh, that is usually associated with any long-term crash diet diets. The other patient complained that after uh, following the diet for almost 18 months, almost a couple years, her cholesterol has gone up. So what's going on here, right? Um, so the, these diets, as I said, are very high in fat. And initially, for short term, like I have recommended these diets to some of my patients uh, if the situation clinically is appropriate, but only for short amount of time. For example, four to six weeks, at the most eight weeks, just to jumpstart, just to get them going in the right direction. So uh, these diets do work, but short term. And like I said, only like six to eight weeks maximum. After that, what happens is the our cells starts to get filled with the fat instead of instead of carbohydrate for energy, okay? And uh, once your fat cell is packed with fat, it's going to resist the insulin that usually opens up the door on the cells to get the carbohydrates in, okay? This is called as insulin resistance. So once this insulin resistance kicks in, we have too much fat in the, in the cells, there's more fatty acids floating in the blood, um, so on and so forth, and the end results, result is high cholesterol levels, okay? And uh, 
low energy levels after a while for example uh, uh, this person did mention that her energy level has gone down and cravings have kicked in and that is because our brain is designed to use glucose uh, or carbohydrate as a source for energy okay and that's why when somebody faints or is not you know is not uh, feeling right or is having a fainting spell we don't give we don't go and get, give him or her a um, piece of meat or piece of cheese right we try to give them something that has instant glucose instant energy such as orange juice or piece of fruit or even a spoonful of sugar because that your brain at that point is needing carbohydrate because that's the only source of energy for your brain so that being said after a while people start to have low energy and mental fog on these high fat high protein low carb diets because of the uh, lack of lack of carbohydrate and the other disadvantage is when you cut down on carbs so much it's going to take um, uh, fiber out of your diet which is extremely important uh, component of your diet so this lack of fiber is going to affect the digestive system a lot of patients also complain of acid reflux on these diets so my take home message or my two cents uh, about this diet is do it short term just to get started start weaning to more plant based more whole food plant based or more plant forward or eat more plants however you want to define eating more plants and less animal products you just just do it and be mindful about the long term complications long term effect of keto paleo and whole 30 on your overall health okay so that's that's that now this coronavirus thing that is as if we didn't have enough to worry about uh, this is something more to add to everyone's stress levels here so um historically which means in the past for any kind of viral infection what had worked is vitamin c vitamin c is a powerful antiviral uh, uh component or ingredient i should say okay what does that mean that there is enough research to show that vitamin c has ability to fight and kill the virus okay it has shown to do that in various kinds of flu cases uh and pneumonia and those type of uh, health conditions however the important thing here is that the dose has to be right okay so if you're dealing with an active coronavirus uh then a iv through intravenous like your saline drip that's how high the dose needs to be so how come nobody is uh, talking about it because sometimes easy things people say they are not i mean you know they can't be can't be true this is a very simple intervention and we shouldn't say nobody is talking about it or nobody is doing it um in china they did start the trials uh 
around uh, i would say like 3 to 4 weeks ago almost a month ago and the first report has come out from the shanghai government who is now officially recommending vitamin c for coronavirus uh, id19 okay so what they what what this report says that uh, when this dosage the when the dose was like 4000 to 16000 mg for an adult administered through an iv uh which is in a cases like this the iv is going to be much more powerful than than taken it by mouth so he said that uh, uh, this particular doctor doctor Yana Gisawa is a president of the Tokyo-based Japanese College of Intravenous Therapy said or saying that intravenous vitamin C is a safe effective and broad spectrum antiviral mm, solution okay and they are saying that the case studies that show indicate that on the afternoon of February 20th another four patients with severe new coronavirus pneumonia recovered from the uh, from the hospital after receiving high dose of vitamin c okay so there is hope there is hope uh, that a simple solution like vitamin c will hopefully help when <laughs> if if we have if our medical community opens their eyes and ears and uh, you know are open to try different things then there is a hope that this will work now thankfully i hope none of us uh, have to be to get diagnosed with it or have not been diagnosed with coronavirus so let's talk briefly about what can we do to prevent the the onset right uh, and for that the recommendation is write this down 3000 mg okay or 3 grams of vitamin c per day in divided doses which means go to the store and buy 500 mg of vitamin c tablets and start taking them every 2 to 3 hours six times a day that will that will equate to 3000 mg okay uh if you at this is still not a very high dose but it's a good dose for those of for those who don't have any other infection or any you know if uh, any other acute infection going on so again the dose as a preventative measure just like you guys are washing hands and wearing masks and uh, walking around with gloves i don't know uh similar to that uh this is prevention this is a preventative measure start taking 3000 mg of vitamin c per day in divided doses which means 500 mg every 2 to 3 hours six times a day okay if you have small kids cut the dose down in half and start giving them powdered vitamin c in their water like like lemonade just don't add don't add too much sugar okay so that's about efficacy which means effectiveness of vitamin c as a nutrition treatment for coronavirus now that is supplement 
are there any uh, vitamin C sources from the diet that we can uh, ride on? We may not be able to get to 3,000 um, milligrams per day, but we, it's, it's worth it to look at what are some of the top 10 sources of uh, vitamin C. And uh, I asked a bunch of uh, patients in my class today that when it, come, when it says vitamin C, what are some of the foods that come to uh, our minds? And the number one answer was <clears throat> oranges and limes. Okay. So let's see. Where does the orange stand and what are some other uh, foods that are highest in vitamin C? So our good old orange is not number one, it's not number two, it's not number three, it's not number four, and it's, it's number five, okay? And our good old lemon or lime is not... In top 5, it's not 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. It's not even in top 10. Okay. So who is in top 10? Who made the, who made the cut? Who is the number 1? The number 1 fruit which has 4 times as much orange is guavas. Okay. So guava is this tropical fruit that is easily available in Mexican stores or it is available, I believe, in a pureed form in, uh, in regular grocery stores. You have to make sure you're buying a puree, puree which is no sugar. But if you go to a local Mexican store or Indian store, you will see call, they are called guavas, um, this small yellow uh, plum-shaped fruit. Okay, you can ask the guys in the store as to where, where to find guavas and that came at 419% of daily value which is 377 milligrams okay so and our good old orange had only 106 which is 96 milligrams so you can see the difference but let's say who came at number two number two was bell pepper number three is kiwi fruit Number four, strawberries. Number five, orange. Number six, papaya. Orange and papaya are very, uh, very close. Uh, as far as vegetables, is, vegetables are concerned, number seven was broccoli. Number eight is tomatoes. Number nine is kale. And number 10 is snow peas. So as you can see, the usual suspect that we see are high in vitamin C are not on this list. Okay, but this interesting, uh, I, I thought bell pepper at second was, was pretty, pretty crazy. Okay, so how, what do we do with these guavas? By the way, the podcast that I'm doing today is also available on YouTube for you to watch. And I actually, I, ha I happen to have some frozen guavas and in that YouTube video I'm showing people how the guava looks uh, but anyway so the recipe today is about a very simple tropical uh, tropical uh, fruit salad where we are going to chop these guavas and kiwi fruit and uh, papaya 
and mix it in and just sprinkle little bit of ginger and uh, drizzle little bit of honey but the fruit if if the fruit is sweet you don't even need a honey so just add um, little bit of uh, ginger on this fruit pieces maybe dash of salt to balance or or to uh, enhance the, the sweetness of these fruits and really enjoy as is because vitamin c when exposed to heat is going to lose its uh, lose its effect so if you are going to use bell pepper as a source of vitamin then you don't want to uh, cook them you want to eat them raw same thing with broccoli okay you can get little exotic and do a vegetable fruit salad for example you can do uh, like a broccoli slaw mixed in with bell peppers and just add few pieces of chopped guavas and papaya maybe a dressing of a, a balsamic vinegar dressing and and you know um, some sunflower seeds pumpkin seeds and i think it's going it will taste just fine that the the and of course black pepper the ingredients will come together really well okay so that's kind of my um uh, advice on uh, how what foods to eat which are high in vitamin c along with the supplement so that we won't have to worry about getting sick this is all about strengthening your immune system what will also help uh, would be to take deep breaths to to improve our lung uh lung capacity our oxygen capacity and just uh, just you know sometime under anxiety and and fear and panic we we forget we do shallow breathing which is really not good long term so that's all i have to say for today uh stay in touch and uh, i will talk to you next week okay feel free to send me your questions via email or phone and uh, i will answer them here take care and uh, talk to you soon so today's episode is done but if you want me to answer any of your question in my next episode of the podcast then you can uh, email me at deepa@nutritionisdeepa.com or you can call and leave us a message at 6308399296 or you can contact me through Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at nutritionisdeepa. Uh I thank you for listening and I hope to stay in touch.